Hi everybody, welcome to Rob Evans 365. Um, I'm not sure what day it is. Uh, you listened to yesterday. Um, thank you for listening. If you haven't, in order to understand today, you'll need to understand yesterday. Go, so go back and have a listen, it's not that long. Um, long-term listeners, um, my, uh, my youngest daughter, 15, was going to be 16, uh, in uh, a few more months, uh, was uh, passed away from her. The battle that she, she finally succumbed to after a couple of years, and she passed away on a Friday night. Today is Sunday. And you can have a listen to the Mental Toughness and Body Show uh, as well. I've recorded an episode there. Uh, you know, these are, these are going to be fairly low-key for probably a couple of days as I, I search through. And many people would say, why would you why would you keep going like this? And I, I, I like my podcast to be breathing. And it's a, a commitment that I made and a commitment that my daughter, who has now passed, her name's Olivia, or Liv, I wish she, she was known as. Um, she's so proud of me and my work ethic and uh, adding so much value to, to um, so many people. And... Yeah, I love her for the, the inspiration and support that she, she's always provided for me. She's my biggest fan, my biggest fan in everything that I do. And she was such a, such a big help. And today, I mean, I've just finished recording the Mental Toughness and Body Show and I'm out today honouring her in the, in the sunshine. Um, but she just loved nature. She just loved it and everything that was in it as well. And yeah, she was a so much better human being than I can probably ever want to be. She was just so special. And so I, as I'm processing my daughter, eldest one, Emily, she, asked me a brilliant question on Friday night. She said, Dad, how long does it take to get through this? And I said, that's a brilliant question and there's no real definitive answer there. It's like the how long's the piece of string. Uh, But we need to find, and I'm gonna help her uh, today. She's sleeping right now. But use some techniques that I'm aware of uh, to help. And I think it's part of it is uh, acknowledging the loss, um, understanding that in this particular instance, uh, my daughter is no longer suffering. Olivia, she's she's no longer suffering. Um, A terminal illness is a piece of crap. She didn't ask for it. It killed her in the end. And I think about the conversations and so forth that I I could have had, the ones that I did have, but what could I have done differently? What could the medical treating staff have done differently? And I guess there will be questions to explore over 
more over time. But I think understanding that she is in a, a better place and yes, it's, it's so incredibly tough for her not to be here now and to, to find our own ways of remembering her. One of the things that, um, you know, we did have the, the opportunity to talk about um, death with uh, Liv um, before she passed. And uh, we were talking about how she would like to um, you know, be buried and so forth. And she doesn't want to be buried and um, she wants to be cremated. And I think this is, is, is so like her too. And I think this is an important part for us. Um, to she wants us to have her ashes with us, and I think that's really, uh, really important. And I think that will help me as well. I I hate grave sites. Um, I've been to too many of them, um, and I think this is a much nicer way, so that she's always with us and we are always taking care of her. Um, so I think that's quite beautiful. And so we're going to honour honor her wishes there. And I think also uh, when you look at uh, like her memory and thinking about, well, what are some special items of hers? So her sister has, the, I guess, the, the privilege of being able to fit in, in some of her clothes, which looks like baggy clothes. So I'm sure there'll be you know, pieces of clothing that she'll want to wear of her sisters to remind her. Um, there might be some there that I, I would also like to, um, to wear if they fit me, um, because they were, you know, they were part of her. And uh, you know, she went to so much trouble to pick uh, certain pieces of clothing. She loved uh, thrift stores and all that kind of stuff. And so I think um, that's an important part of it. And then. Another aspect is uh, talking about what you're feeling inside your mind because keeping all those things trapped inside you is really, really hard. Things just get bigger and bigger and you manifest things that are not real, and it doesn't help you. So you, you need to have a way to get it out there. And honestly, um, these podcasts uh, really help me because in, in many ways, I don't want to have conversations with certain people. I, I just don't. It's like, if you didn't know my daughter, you know, I, I don't want to just talk to you about those things but I'm also smart enough to know that if I at some point need some professional help to just download this stuff uh, then I need that uh, and I would I would certainly do that and uh, but right now I'm I just need you know my my silence and the I guess just talking to my daughter talking to her mum and and, and that's probably it for now. I also know that uh, getting back into a routine is also helpful. Um, 
and uh, for some people that can be gradual like for me personally which I accept that there'll probably be some judgment for this but I will be getting back into my work uh, schedule of seeing our clients tomorrow um, but that is all I'm going to do I will just see clients uh, I'm not going to be you know busting out my biggest and greatest marketing campaign or doing anything in the creative space anything like that I'm, I'm not going to be doing that I'm uh, today uh, working on uh, putting together a remembrance uh, video for my daughter and um, you know that's that will be very important um, part of her service um, I think also a part of um, loss like this is in, in finding the way to remember her is is finding a way to celebrate her life and whatever that looks like and um, as I said so we're, we're not going to go to her gravesite and, and bury her and, and that kind of thing um, not going to uh, have the service in a church um, where later today having a meeting with her her mum and her sister um, so it's, it's important for her sister to really be involved with uh, creating how we want that that day to be um, what we want that to look like um, because I think that's a part of the healing process and then the day itself which is Honestly, I, as I said before, I just want to escape from it all. It's so painful. And I just, I just want her back. Yeah, I want her here, but I have to be able to move forward knowing that and she is in me and that she is around me. And even though I can't, it's not like the movies where you can see an apparition of her. Um, I can see that in my mind. Um, but it's not quite the same thing. Uh, I, I know that um, part of the healing process is uh, standing in front of others and giving others the opportunity to celebrate her life along with you. And even though I don't want to, yeah, certainly at the moment, I don't, I don't want to face people. I don't want to have those conversations. I don't want to answer all the questions and, and all that kind of stuff I, I just want to be left alone and to be able to do it in in my way but again I know that I'm smart enough to understand that these things need to happen in a certain way and it is part of that healing process um, so that's another step in the healing process. And I know with uh, certainly when it's come to my, my parents, uh, being able to um, uh, you know, stand up in front of other people, um, either mum's uh, coffin went into a grave, dad, his were ashes that went into the grave. Uh, being able to do those things, that really did provide closure. Uh, it doesn't take away the sadness, but it provides some closure. And uh, just knowing that in six months' time, whatever I'm feeling now is going to feel different, that doesn't mean that I'm going to forget at all. I will never 
forget and there will always be pain but I know that with time things become easier and you wish you could just go bang just like that but there's part of the, the journey of healing uh, through which you do, you do grow and you become a better person and you know, I had a, a conversation with the, the head doctor at Monash who I was very heavily involved with Liv and took a like like such a personal interest in her as well because she knew how terminal Liv was and how special she was and just hoped for completely different outcome. And we were talking yesterday about um, you know she said she would uh, like to come to the funeral and would like to meet up and, and so forth at, at some point down the, the track. And I said, look, her, her mum and I both, so I said to my daughter on a Friday night, so I never want to step forward, yeah, step foot in a hospital ever again. Um, I, I'm so sick and tired <laughs> of being in hospital. And then within 24 hours, I, I had to return to sign coroner's papers and and, and so forth. And it's like, oh, are you serious? And anyway, she, uh, she said she'd like to catch up. And I said, look, her mum at this stage said that she just doesn't want to do that. I said, that might change in the coming weeks. But I said, yes, I would like to come in and uh, have a conversation with, uh, you know, a few of the key staff and, and just thank them for everything that they did in supporting uh, Liv. And... Uh, we also talked about, yeah, the change that needs to, to take place. And uh, I said, there's, there's so much problem in this space that, you know, we lost live because there just weren't the answers that she needed. And, and she agreed and she asked if I would like to be involved in, you know, future projects or, or whatever in this space and I said look it's all very raw and real right now but I said uh, uh, you know everything does happen for a reason and even though I thought that my daughter would recover from this illness and be able to go on and help uh, others in the space I I just knew that um, even, even though she can't do it I feel like well maybe that's why it's happened this way is so that maybe I can use my, my skills and experience and expertise to help in this space. I don't know. But time is certainly going to... Hard to see what role I, I play there, if any. So, you know, healing is a, healing's a tough thing. We, I'm not the first person to experience loss. I'm not the first peri- person to experience loss of a child. Um, I, I feel for anyone that has lost a child. It's, um, you know, they say one day at a time. I think that can be true, but I think at the same time you have to have a strategy in place and I'm always in 
in that mind space of how do I become better and I think what I'm adding into my daily life now is how how do I honour beautiful live how do I how do I live out the things that she wanted me to do how do I help support her sister live an incredible life with a massive gaping hole in her heart how do we how do we do that and so that's where my focus is going as well now and so the the next few weeks are going to be really challenging because of my daughter's age and and uh, you know because of the amount of medication and so forth she was on in her last moments of passing uh, the coroner has to uh, do an investigation to see is there anything did the hospital do the right thing etc etc and so the the coroner has her right now and I think we find out tomorrow the next few days anyway as to what they're going to do as the next steps as to okay does it all make sense what the hospital is saying etc etc or whether they need to do an autopsy on her to just verify what was what was going on and sometime after that uh, we will be able to um, have her again and you know there's there's so much pressure on getting things done uh, organizing funeral homes, funeral directors, all that kind of stuff. And it's like, holy crap, we're, we're mourning. Uh, we shouldn't have to make those decisions. Um, it's just too hard. It's like, can we just cremate our daughter and do the things that we wanted to do and what she wanted? But unfortunately, you've got to go through all these other steps first. So I'm going to leave it there for today. Um, my, my heartfelt uh, love to everybody uh, that is listening. Um, thank you for being loyal listeners. And I will say this. I, mean, I, th- I know when I post um, these things that... Uh, I'm going to get a lot of attention. Um, I'm very private, even though I'm, I talk publicly every day on two platforms. I am very private. And, um, you know, people like to, they say, what can I do uh, for you? I'm here if you need anything, etc., etc." I, I get a lot of the time they're just words. I will, I will say this. If you'd like to do something in honour of my daughter then she loved animals. And what I would say is, find a charity that you love and support that's in the space of protecting animals, whether they be injured animals, whether it be saving, cruelty to animals, etc., and just make a donation there in her name. That would be something really appreciative. I'll see you tomorrow.